one into the night. Jimmy Rollins is going to try for three. Here he comes. In the air, down the right field line. Way back there. On the RBI hit by Mitchie Poole. Here's the throw to the plate. It's in the air. He is. Oh! The 0-2 How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Phillies Nation podcast. I'm Nathan Ackerman coming at you as the Phillies are in the NLCS for the second straight year. They've knocked off the 100, 101 plus win Atlanta Braves. They did it in four games, just like last year, a series that felt almost exactly like last year's. Um, It was kind of there were some twists and turns. Obviously, there was there was the game two when it felt like they kind of let an opportunity slip away. It turns out it did not matter because the Phillies took care of things at home. And Ty Dobbert, I want to ask you one quick question as I toss it to you. Are the Phillies in the NLCS because of the playoff structure or because of the media? What do you think? Well, are, are we on the record right now? Yeah. Um, I I think the Phillies are in the NLCS because they're a good baseball team um, that I don't think is going to like lose any games before the World Series at home again. I think it's going to I think it's going to be like that. I think the way this team um, is pitching right now, the way that other teams have to try to come in in that environment and and uh, steal a game away from the Phillies, especially when it's the Diamondbacks. who are 84 win team. Yeah, they're hot and they have good players. Corbin Carroll, everybody, everybody knows it, but I don't, I just don't see it. I think the Phillies, the formula is similar to last year and the roster is a little better. The, the formula, it looks like last year. If you squint, they look the same. They have the big boppers in the lineup. They have the two starters at the top and they have um, you know, last year it was Al- Jose Alvarado and Sir Anthony Dominguez as kind of the high leverage arms. And you saw it in this game four. Um, yeah. The, they, their bullpen is, they have the the high end guys and it's not Sir Anthony anymore. He's more of like the a middle inning type, middle reliever type. Their bullpen is the, they're deeper. They're just deeper. They're a lot deeper. And I thought we can, we can get into it. Um, talking yeah. about this game four, I thought Rob Thompson made some questionable decisions. Um, it was they, shocking. Some of those calls were shocking. Out. Like it was, it went against all <laughs> conventional wisdom that they had accumulated the entire season. That spot in the seventh inning, that was like that situation had Jeff Hoffman's name all over it. Like it was screaming for Jeff Hoffman. Yeah, they go and with then, Craig and then, Kimbrell, and then and then they go with Soto um, in the in the. The eighth to get Matt Olson, which made sense that yes. they're lucky that they got those outs because if they didn't, if he reached, then you have Ozuna and Sean Murphy on deck, and you don't want him to face all those all those righties. But well, then that's what he goes think, back right? out for the ninth, and they do the same thing again. And I'm like, "Where's Jeff Hoffman? I would have put a Ryan Kirkering in that spot over over yeah, um, over any of the lefties." It. And then Matt Strom comes in; he faces a bunch of righties. It's like. <laughs> Every it did made no sense and it worked. It just worked. I and think I, the strong I'm, thing I'm really... to me, the strong thing to me, once you already didn't go to to Jeff Hoffman, I think it makes sense because Soto was done. You needed to get him out of, of yeah. that ninth inning. And then at that point, if he's facing Pilar, you know Rosario is coming in next. So just because Pilar is a lot worse at hitting, I think you're cool with like we'd rather 
sure. have Pilar have a face a lefty, and then that lefty sees Rosario too, then a righty for both. But yeah, it was it was weird. Jeff Hoffman's been one of like the best righties in the NL for a long time, and, and he gave up uh, one. Yeah. It, it's like it's like he gave up one he homer, one and it's like, well, that's it. There's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty, very weird, pretty, weird. very weird, very weird how that game played out. But it works um, because their bullpen is deep. Yeah, they have their a bunch of and Matt deep. Matt Strom. Like, I don't, I don't mean to disparage him at all. He's he's come in in so many spots this year with a bunch of guys on base, and he's just gotten through almost all of those yeah. spots. But like, the thing that just gets me is that's exactly the same with Jeff Hoffman, and it's like he was yeah. nowhere to be found. And Craig Kimbrell, like, it worked. It it worked. If the as soon as you saw um, Soto come on for the ninth, like, look, I think he's he's good, and I'm gonna trust him every time because his stuff is like nasty. But like, come on, the walk and then the hit. There was no other way that those first two batters were gonna go. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was not gonna be an easy ninth inning. What do you think? What do you think of Kimbrel? I was I was like greatly impressed. He looked yeah, he's good. The walk. He looked so good, but he's just like a lot of it's dying out. Like the the traditional like not even traditional because they didn't always get used like that from like 1990 until like 2015 like all these closers pitch the exact same like they only yeah. get the ninth inning where either either you're tied at home or you have or it's a save situation and yeah. Kimbrel like for a long time like it seemed like he needed that he like barely pitches the eighth inning he barely he came in in the seventh inning in a jam inherited runners and of course, he walks the first guy, but then he just locked in, and he was like up to well, ninety-seven okay. at points. Okay, yes. Um, I can't believe I like I cannot. What believe. is Kevin Pillar doing? Like, oh yeah, yeah. dude, he would have been. He would. He wouldn't have needed to slide. Like, he must have lost sight of the ball or something. Like, I. I mean, I saw that ball go past him, and I was like. They need to hold him to one on this wild pitch. Like they need to make sure that the guy from second doesn't score. Yeah. And then, yeah. like it was, it was so egregious. It was so egregiously obvious to go home there that the Phillies could have backpicked the guys off of first and second base. Like they were both out by a mile. So yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. Now I know now. I'm so, it's mostly because of his second inning of work. He looks so good. But yeah, yeah sure, of course. Kimbrel had that wild pitch in in that seventh inning that they could have scored on um the Braves that is also with Acuna up and the bases loaded and Kimbrel who like I I was like ooh I I don't know about this um Real Muto just should have thrown the ball to first base I think he, even if they he got in a rundown I think you trade I think you trade a run for an out in that situation when you're up two uh yeah probably probably <laughs> yeah probably yeah. and like Harper was there right I, I'm pretty sure yeah. he was there the whole time but- yeah, which he was he was not on that uh that other play where he got hurt. It seemed like he just no. hit his funny bone. It seemed like he just hit his funny bone. That was what that was what this, he said. This to the, happened. To the... Something similar happened. I think he got hit with a pitch in that elbow earlier this season, and for a while it was like, oh, like that's a surgically repaired elbow. Like, is he done for? And it's like, yeah. I think it just hurts really bad for him right now when he gets hit yeah. there. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean it's anything. Like, it's not re-injured. It just really hurts because he. <laughs> got surgery on it and stuff like that it was like such a weird vibe in the bottom of the eighth because you're like oh my god they're three outs away they might go to the nlcs and knock off the braves again but at the same time like i don't want to say doomed because it's that's a little dramatic but like dude if bryce harper's hurt like (laughs) 
that's a really big deal. Yeah. And you didn't know if yeah. he was going to be back out for the night. You didn't know what his health was like. Uh, it ended up being fine, but it was like one of those. I mean, I, I the thought crossed my mind, like, do they do the champagne thing in the clubhouse? Of course they do. Cause it's, you know, yeah, the do. Phillies and they, 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 uh, they, they, they don't hate to party, I guess, but like, it was a weird vibe. It was like, it, it felt weird. And it, it, mm. it all worked out. Harper was fine. It seems, um, and they, they got the final three outs and they didn't have to, you know, do like a subdued thing that they wouldn't have done regardless. But yeah, yeah it was a wild game. And then Castellanos with two more homers becomes the first player in MLB oh. history with back-to-back multi-homer games. Um, yeah. I mean, it's... He, he looks, he looks locked in that second does. home run. I know it was, it was like kind of right down the middle. He turned on a hundred mile an hour fastball and yeah. like deposited to the back of the, of like the first level like it didn't quite make it to the second deck but that was all the way up in those left yeah. field bleachers yeah and, and the strider bleachers. yeah the the spencer strider game plan in that at bat like it made sense because the first uh homer that 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 castellanos hit was like a first pitch slider and he hit it you know 405 feet 404 feet yeah and so the next time you're like okay i'm gonna throw a bunch of fastballs he throws three right at the letters and the one slider that he throws is like in the dirt not even close like at yeah. that point, you're probably gonna sit that pitch. They gave him the same exact fastball at the you know chest high, and he hit it even yeah, further, and even smoked. harder that time. That was, was smoked. Yeah, here's, it was. Here's it my was question. Good. Here's my question. He is absolutely locked in right now. I have two questions. Why is he batting seventh while Alec Bohm, Alec Bohm continues to bat third or fourth? Because uh, because. Because the runners in scoring position thing has been a thing for Bohm this year. Harper's getting on base in front of him. Turner's getting on base in front of him. Uh, Kyle Schwarber's Kyle Schwarber. But like it, it's it's almost you have. I don't know. Like I understand if they want to go, you know, move. Like essentially, what they'd probably do is just flip those two guys in the lineup. But like if Bohm can get clicking again, he was okay in the wild card series. Wasn't good at all in the NLDS, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's his it's a matter in of... the series were not only like poor, they were deflating. Like, yeah, starting with game one, the first starting with the first inning of game one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My other he, he had he has a nice RBI single in the in the uh, second game. Game, game two, two. I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. My other question is, why are people throwing it in the strike zone, Cassianos? Um, He's shown for like two years that like the way he beat him is kind of just bait him into swinging these like yeah. low and away breakers. Um, yeah. Because when it's in the zone, um, he's going to swing at like almost anything regardless. Yeah. But yeah. when you're giving him pitches, even tough pitches in the strike zone to hit, you saw it today, he's going to punish them. And, but he just really looks locked in right now in a way that like he never got to at any point last year. And yeah. even earlier in this year, like he never. I know it's one series of four games, but the way he is playing right now is like, like this is the guy that you thought you were gonna yep. get when when they signed him. You when you think of like how he was when he got traded to the Cubs a few years prior, or um, like his best hot streaks on on the Reds. Um, he looks like so good right now, and if he can keep this hot streak going like that this is the kind of thing that can help carry a team to an, to, to another pennant the Phillies are four wins away from playing in the World Series again um depending who they play they because they won 90 games they might have home field in the World Series if they get there uh-huh. and okay so yeah so this is this is something that we we 
talked about a couple weeks ago, but I was like, I was like, look, if they get through the Marlins, like they should be able to get through the Marlins, whoever they play in the NLCS, like it, it was between the Brewers, the Dodgers and uh, who they're going to wind up playing, which is the, the Diamondbacks, um, you know, probably favored in that round. In the World Series, they're either going to be the more experienced team, or I just realized if they if they play the Astros, they'll have home field. It was just get through the Braves, get through the Braves. That might be like the toughest one on paper. And like, I don't want to say they made quick work of them because games one and four were both close and kind of nerve wracking. But like, the Braves, the it's kind of the same way that it played out last year. Obviously, with like the games and the way that they won, they stole game one, then. You know, they had a chance in game two. They blew that. There was a big miscue in the infield, the six run third in game three, and then they closed out game four. But it's like both each of those years, the Braves kind of looked. And I know this is like an easy kind of headline to write when you're not hitting the way that that you can. And, you know, it's you're in an environment like that. But did they not just look kind of checked out? Not like not like they didn't care, but like they it was just it, it's like hard to put your finger on it. But didn't it seem last year like they were kind of checked out after 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 game three and like the same exact thing happened this year like they were talking in the clubhouse after game three about like that shouldn't have gotten out like what the the attaboy harper thing they're like talking about like the the obligations of the media to the which like you know we can get it we don't need to get into a whole thing about the fact that that obviously was newsworthy and totally fine Mm -hmm. to get out there. But like, why are we doing this after, you know what I'm saying? And then there was the video of uh, Arcia in whatever inning it was in game four, like yelling at the fans and like making clown faces at the, I don't know. It's, it's like, guys have a bad look. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And like Acuna was like, dude, like reel it in, you know? It, yeah, but then Acuna told reporters after the game that uh, he had he had to get to the bus. Um, yeah, while yeah. the rest of the teams in the clubhouse, they yeah, yeah had to they get look, out of the sanctuary. They they look yeah, they looked like a team. Um, I don't mean to like be too much of a homer or anything. Like I don't think we're doing that. Like they look like they seemed like a team that like knew they were screwed. That like mm-hmm. they they knew they. Kn- they thought they got it back a little bit after game two. They were feeling themselves, and that's fine. I think, you know, the you can't any team, like, they talk a little crap on the other team, like, in the, the clubhouse, uh, whether they realize reporters are there or not. Like, I don't know how you don't realize when they're there. You you know what times they are. But, you know, they make fun of they're, – they're humans, like, with their friends, and you're going to – when you feel like you're in private, you're going to make fun of the other team sometimes. And I think they thought – that they got it back in game two. But once game three happens and the Phillies go out and kind of dominate them, I think it's just, this was kind of my thought before the series. Like once you get a win or two, if once Phillies get a win or two, it's going to be hard for the Braves to not think like, boy, like, yeah, we're a good team. And we have been like, maybe these guys just kind of have it against us. And yeah, when that feels like the inevitable thing, I think it's easy to come up with like a million excuses for like why it's not going right. When maybe, you know, like, Oh, like these guys just have our number. <laughs> it's a t- it's probably a tough thing to, to deal with, but right now it, uh, it feels like the Phillies uh, own the Braves a little bit. And then until next October, it doesn't really matter what happens in the regular season. Um, at least for the next calendar year, like the people yeah. are going people when the people think about the Braves they're going to think like 
Phillies own Phillies own these guys. Like the yeah. Phillies have their number, um, and that's kind of a that's kind of a crazy thing because um, thirteen months ago, people would have thought of the Phillies probably rightfully so as guys who couldn't figure out how to win and blew everything. And now it's like, oh, they just uh, they're playoff risers and. <laughs> they it doesn't matter who they're playing, even if it's the best team in the NL, the best team in baseball, they know how to handle them. And it's uh, crazy how um, over the course of about a year, uh, but specifically in like, it's been what, six total weeks of baseball, um, how much can can change. And it's a uh, it's it's yeah. it's another wild time to yeah, and- be following this team and covering this team. Yeah, and not just that. Like I, not only were the Phillies a team that didn't know how to win and couldn't win in the in the big game, but like the Braves were the team that did that and knew how to do that. And like I, I truly think that even after the Braves lost to the Phillies in the in the first round last year, I guess the second round last year, like I, I do think that ever since that happened, they wanted the rematch. But then it felt like as it got a little bit closer and it actually materialized, there was a little bit of like, uh oh, you know, like. I don't know. There were, yeah. there were, there were, they would, they, they know what the environment at, at CBP is like, and they were asked about it and they would say things like, you know, you would expect to hear, Oh, it's fun. Like we feed off the energy from the crowd, but there was a lot of like, just like felt a little tense. Like, yeah, we know what we're walking into. Uh, it got to us last year. We're going to have to shake. Yeah, even like... It like, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't exactly like the typical athlete speak that you hear and it's like i don't know it's it felt a little off the whole time coming yeah even break. even even brian snicker like i think i think it was the last series they played um i can't remember if it was the last home one or the one in atlanta that the phillies won where castellanos that was in atlanta where castellanos had that like throw out at the plate um yeah late in the game snicker like made a comment after one of those that was like yeah like 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 these aren't we wouldn't want to see these guys in the playoffs or like they're as good as anybody like we wouldn't necessarily want to play them something like that it's like yeah i think they just i think they know yeah yeah and i i mean i can't at this point i can't imagine like i mean i'm sure there are plenty of other historical examples like oh the you know this hockey team beat this hockey team twice in a row in the 1970s like it's hard to think of a team that's more haunted and more like they could go out they could rematch next year in like whatever round and the Braves could win and I still think that these last two years are going to stick with them for a while they won a 205 games in each of the last yeah. two regular seasons uh total and it was like and again like it wasn't like they were completely outmatched but like the Phillies significantly outplayed them in games one game three the whole game two-thirds of game two and like I guess you could say all of game three, game four also like they, yeah they just outclassed them. They were like, they looked like the, they, they looked like the team that won 104 games or at least the team that knew how to approach yeah. the regular season. Right. Because yeah, it feels, it feels yeah. like it's not the exact same because the Braves won the world series, although it uh, like sure. in 2021, although at this point, most of the, like a bunch of those regulars are gone. Acuna didn't play in that world series. They had, like all those trade deadline guys that were rentals, they ended up keeping Rosario, but um, you know, a good portion of them are, are still there. Like you would still consider it 
like that that Braves team is still this Braves core, if that makes sense. Even though yeah. Freeman Freeman's gone, and and uh, any anyway, like it's different because they won a championship. But it like to make a basketball analogy, like it feels like the it feels like the like the Embiid Sixers and the Celtics, like that's what it, that's what it feels like. <laughs> like just a team, like it doesn't really matter. Like if if they play in the playoffs, like it's like the Sixers can feel as good as they want. <laughs> They, if they see yeah. the Celtics in the playoffs, they're probably going to lose, whether it's that first time when they were the three seed or this time when they have James Harden and Joel Embiid. Like, if you play the Celtics, you're probably not going to win. And I think that's how the Braves are probably going to feel going forward against the Phillies, or at least, you know, they're athletes, so they always they think they're going to win. But at least, like, the energy surrounding the team, like the fans and, um, you know, the thoughts in the back of the – team's minds a little bit i think yeah there's probably a similar vibe going on did you have the same thought i did when they showed uh Embiid and somebody else was there max maxi maybe uh yeah know, somebody, was they there. were yeah they were they were both at the game and they kept on showing them and you're like oh no like don't do that <laughs> no, no. That, that, i saw a, i saw a bunch of takes like they showed Embiid. he did like the like the like cutthroat like harper celebration on the big screen pretty funny pretty good um he was like, he was like in Maxi was in a suite, and Bede was just like in the crowd in the Diamond Club, like. But he was in like yeah. the back. He was like in the back of the Diamond Club behind home plate, just like yeah in the crowd. I feel like you don't. I feel bad for that. whoever was sitting sitting. He, right I think he, him. I think he was all the way in the back of the section. So okay. I don't. I don't that's, really that's, that's 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 yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of him. Yeah, I mean, what a. It's hard to like. I was thinking about the first round when they beat the Marlins, and like there was one quote unquote like moment probably, and it was the stock grand slam. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the moments are nice, but like there was only one that kind of just steamrolled through the Marlins. And in a weird way, they also like kind of steamrolled through the Braves in a way, but they were moments every single game, like the the Harper two homer game, the stare down of Arcia, the Castellanos two homer games, the, um, I mean, there were, there were the Johan Rojas catch. Did you think he was going to catch that ball? Like that ball was, that was in the air for, for, for 20 minutes. And yeah, I thought it was going it, it, to watching on TV. So the people I was with, I think thought it was like gone, but he didn't look like he thought he hit it out. And it looked like a little, no, in, yeah. like a little in on the bat. And the sound, the sound and, was, was kind of weird. Like he, he didn't break it, but yeah. it was like a little bit off the, off the hand. So then, so, but then like the ball just never came down. I'm like, Oh, no. is this about to like smoke off the wall? And then he caught it like super weirdly. He took like an unnecessary jump. Do you remember Marsh did that in game three of the NLCS last year? He made like a nice catch in left center, but he like yeah. jumped for no reason. Yeah, it was the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And there was a weird, like, it 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 almost seemed like they did miscommunicate in some way. But then, like, at the very last second, uh, Rojas was like, well, shoot, it's, if you know, I don't catch it. Yeah. Nobody's going to catch it. So he just, like, sticks, it. Sticks, sticks his glove out. And, like, the silence, when he hit the ball, obviously the crowd fell quiet because, you know, it was just, like, in the gap. You don't know what's going to happen. But then, like, the split second before he caught it, it was, like, complete silence like not yeah. just the hush but like total silence and then he mm -hmm. caught it but like the way that 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 they showed it on the tv 
it was like right in front of the state farm sign and the ball was like in front of the white part of the state farm sign. Yeah. So it went yeah, into it was his hard glove to see. and I was, I didn't think he caught it. I was like, that's going to give the Braves the lead. And then, and then he, like, even he, when he caught it, it's like, he like looked into his glove to see if he caught it. And mm-hmm. then he was like, I got it. And then everybody lost <laughs> their mind. It was so well, that, I mean, well, there was that and, what was like the the cell? Do you see he was like throwing up like an X or something like his yeah, celebration? Yeah, I don't. Was I was like, a, ever, like my, my first done thought that before. My first thought was like, was like, is it like a no fly zone kind of thing? Like that's what they maybe. do. But I've never seen them do that before. Yeah, maybe we just missed it, and that was just like the most noticeable hype example. Yeah. I know we're just like kind of, we're just kind of like bouncing around, winging this because it's kind of fun, and I yeah. I think that's everybody's thoughts are kind of jumbled after we, a, yeah, we, a game we'll and a win like the, that yeah we, we'll do the uh nlcs stuff at a later date and if if, the, if yeah. they'd won in five there wouldn't have been enough time to wait but like now the game's on monday yeah. home field advantage by the way which i have a mm-hmm. quick thought about that you i sure. I, I i don't want to um forget that before we we go but yeah sorry I, I i cut you off no i was just gonna say one of the other moments of the game that i thought was was funny was Harper, like he had that fly out to right that like um looked like he like should have been able to hit the pitch out. It was in the what the seventh, eighth? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Late in the yeah, game. Yeah. He flew yeah. out and the cameras like made it look like he like hit a moonshot and it like didn't even make the warning track. And Brian like the funniest part was Brian Anderson was like ready to go crazy. He was ready to get so hype. And Harper just like didn't hit the ball that well. Or yeah. was that no, the right field like a, or, or it center? It was a lazy fly. I think it was a, it was a lazy fly out to center. Or no, yeah. it might have been right. So it was yeah, something. Either I know, way, like, I know what you're talking like about. Like they that. were they were ready to just like lose it, and Harbert like hit it like he he hit it like twenty feet short of the wall, but the camera like went way up, and then it just yeah. went easy easy catch. I thought that was funny. So okay, can we talk? playoff format for like a quick second just to talk about how stupid this whole chatter is okay sure three teams won 100 games this year right the braves the dodgers and the uh orioles those teams were very obviously flawed coming into october the orioles were inexperienced they have a bunch of like first or second year guys who have never been there and that i think matters and their starting pitching was like It's not exactly formidable. The Dodgers had no starting pitching at all. And the Braves had starting pitching health problems, which like, yeah, Max Fried won his start, but uh, Elder got rocked in his and it was because uh, Charlie Morton didn't, didn't pitch. And it's like, great that they hit, you know, they hit 307 homers in the regular season. What if they don't homer? They're obviously still good at scoring runs without it, but what if they run into a bullpen like the Phillies and they don't hit a bunch of home runs? Can they find the offense? It's like if those teams were going to lose, those are the reasons those those would be the reasons why they would have lost and they lost and those reasons were exactly why they lost. The Dodgers pitching got rocked. The Braves got out homered 11 to 3 and and the Orioles just like it's like hard to quantify in experience but it's kind of what that seemed like, right? They were yeah. you know in in I guess all three games, well the first two games, but like it just seemed like they weren't quite there. And it's why, why do we need to do the rest thing when you can assess, you can evaluate these teams. They're good. Obviously all those three teams were good, but you can point out the flaws, why they might not win the whole thing before the playoffs start. Then they lose. 
for the exact reasons that you pointed out and we still need to do the playoff structure thing really yeah yeah it's then and also it's like why play the playoffs just like go back yeah. to like yes the best the best teams in each league win the pennant and they meet in the world series for a seven game series like yeah why why do the playoffs uh, like i had when they expanded the playoffs like i had some negative thoughts about it but like i don't know there's no shame in like the Braves losing to the Phillies who won 90 games. And it's no shock that the Dodgers lost their starting pitching was in shambles. No, I don't, I don't even think that was an upset. Like I, I, I predicted it here on the podcast. I said the diamondbacks in four quote, maybe even three, like they were favored to me in that, in that, in that series. Yeah. They should have been. They should have been. I just, I don't, I'm, I'm with you. The, what, so like, what do people, I don't understand what, if you change the format, they're not going back to like fewer teams in the playoffs. So no. what, what do you want to happen? They, I don't know. I guess it's the thought is like reseeding. I guess like reseeding is the thought. I hate reseeding. I think it's stupid that they do it in the uh, NFL. Cause I'm like, if you, if you make the playoffs and you're, you're the worst seeded team and you win the first round, like you've, you've done your time. You've, you've paid the price. You had to play a better yeah. team. And you won it, so maybe you're not the worst team. Maybe I don't know. It's it's it shouldn't like follow you around for the entire playoffs. And you shouldn't need more than a first round buy. It's a best of three. Anything can happen in a best of three, even to a team that won 104 games. You don't have to play it. That is your prize. Come on. The mm-hmm. Phillies had to start Ranger Suarez in games one and four. They only had Wheeler once. Well, twice if it if it had gone five. Well, I have a, I have a thought on that though. Stupid. Like Ranger Suarez, like didn't even feel like either game he threw. He was like really at his best, like cruising. Yeah. That guy, like in a playoff set, I don't know what it is in a playoff setting. Like that guy's just like not gonna give up runs. I don't know no. what it is. No, I and, and I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't mean to say that either. Like Ranger Suarez games one and four. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, because they, it's, it it does yeah. feel like it does feel like every time it's like oh should 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 Ranger start this game? Maybe it should be like Christopher Sanchez. Every time there's that conversation, and every time it's like oh here's five innings, one run, four innings, yeah. no runs, you know, six two, whatever. So, yep. yeah, he gets the he gets the job done again. He yeah, he's very he's very very good, and now. It won't be the same as last year because it seems like this bullpen is just better, so they won't need him out of the out of the bullpen like they did last year at times. But he's gonna play another big part if they're gonna keep going because he he is their third best starting pitcher. Um, yeah, especially in in this kind of kind of setting, just feels like he uh, no matter the situation he like he he just handles business. Yep. Yep. That's all I got. Yeah. Do you want to do like, I know you said we'll break it down. Do you want to fire off any takes real quick? Any bold predictions or anything like that? Yeah. 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 My, my bold prediction is um, I'm going to be in the building for game three. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to try. It's like kind of a six hour drive, but Hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it out to, out, out to Philly. So why not? Yeah. No, that's a. I like that prediction. That would be fun. Um, my bold. The Diamondbacks predict- are good. The Diamondbacks are good. Like I, we can, we can, we can. You know, I don't. Said, I don't. Can, I don't, I don't do the whole thing. Yeah, their starting pitching situation is not as good as the yeah. Phillies. Um, mm. 
probably it's not, not as good, but it's like up there. At least the top two is they're, it's kind of like one A, one B, two two A, two B. Yeah, but they're gonna probably have to do a bullpen game in game four, figure something yeah. out. Um yeah. although all right, bull prediction. Kyle Schwarber leads off the NLCS with a homer. It would be a far cry from how he's looked in the how he looked in the NL. He 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 did he near he nearly started the NLDS with a homer. He did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, he he didn't look that good. I don't know if it's a. Yeah, I guess we can wrap this up. It was a fun series. People are excited, and the Phillies. uh, I haven't looked. I would guess they're the favorites to win the World Series right now. I think I saw minus one forty six or something. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, hey, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I I've I've said this like three different times, but they should be there. I mean, they're favored over the Diamondbacks. And then in the World Series, if they get there, they'll either have home field or be the more experienced team. So Yep. We'll see. Another very fun series, a lot of fun moments. Um Phillies Braves is always fun. Um that's only what happened three times in the playoffs, but I don't know, just Phillies Braves, there's there's like a like a palpable like dislike there, which is uh, yeah the rivalry is always fun. Yes. Yeah. The rivalry is definitely real. Yeah. And the Phillies have never lost to the Braves in the uh, in the playoffs. They come out on top again in another pretty unforgettable series. Pretty 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 wild, but uh I don't know. It's not exactly a shock. It, I think. No. I think maybe. I think maybe like the way it's be, being talked about some places is that it's like, wow, can't believe this happened again. But I, I can't believe it happened again. Yeah, the Phillies are good. The Phillies are a really good team. They showed it against the Braves. They outplayed them. As I said, like if there were thirty-six innings of baseball, they probably outplayed them in thirty of them. So yeah, they're good. And we are good for this edition of the Phillies Nation <laughs> podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will break down the NLCS, all of that stuff, at a later date for now. Phillies take care of the Braves in four games. Just like last year, it's deja vu all over again. We'll talk about the next round. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>